This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline. Reese and Frankie are out on a very, very important business trip. So today you have Petey Pop and the raw dog here, Jason. Hello. Uh, we're going to be covering the Gathering Storm 3 book, Rise of the Primarch. It's going to be a lot of fun. We also got a lot of news for you guys, some tournament news, um, and then a really awesome model that was just painted by the Frontline Gaming Studio. He is right here. He's beautiful. If you That's want to great. see a close-up, you can go into frontlinegaming.org, and you can look at close-up pictures of him. You know what else you can do on frontlinegaming.org? What? You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Ooh. YouTube, and Twitch channels. If you guys want to follow us there and comment there, you can also join our forums, too. Um, that was, that's a very much a more um, indie kind of, you, you know... I think we're also we're on AOL Instant Messenger. We we're are all also AOL Instant Messenger. We're on Tinder. Instagram. Yep. Uh, most people don't swipe left on us. I think we're on Grinder also. We're, I think. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can also go to uh, FrontlineGaming.org to buy Games Workshop product at up to 25% off MSRP. You can also go get your uh, commission, your painting commissions taken care of if you want to get your models painted. You can sell us your used secondhand models to our secondhand shop. And you can also buy terrain and FLG mats. So if you, uh, we got pretty much all of your hobby needs right here. Right. We're triple threat. We, we are a quadruple as, as threat say, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on to the news. Uh, we have some new Legion of Everblight models that mm. were just released. Uh, two new Warlocks and a Heavy Warbeast. The Heavy Warbeast's name is kind of cool, but he looks nothing like his 40k counterpart. Um, first off, Callus Devastation of Everblight. Um, is a Warlock. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. Her him, Callus. Callus is a very masculine name, but I don't want to assign mm. him or her a gender yet. But uh, so, Callus Devastation of Everblight. Uh, basically, it's a model uh, with the bottom half of a dragon or a lizard. Yeah, it's kind of like a little dragon creature. And then creature. the top half of a person in armor. Of one a blue of the, the a tau. people. Looks like it looks like a tau, honestly. Right. Yeah, so it looks pretty cool. The elven race. We have Fiana Torment of Everblight. Uh, we've got a chain scythe, mm -hmm. um, and she looks like she's also really cool. And then finally, we have Azrael. The uh, chapter master of the first, I mean, actually, Azrael, Azrael Nephilim Heavy Warbeast. This is a really beautiful model. Um, right. If I played Legion, I would definitely look into getting this model because it's, it's basically a serpent, crazy horned serpent thing with wings. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, new release, the rules for the third law were released, were released out for public. The third law is a new miniatures game set in Earth's far future. Probably not far future. After we've consumed most of our natural resources hmm. and have succumbed to our techno-barbarism that we most likely are going to get into. So could be a pre-prequel to Warhammer 40k. Um, there are four factions. Liberty Division, which are basically like mercenaries. Uh, the Ridden, <clears throat> who are cultists that worship machines and fuse themselves with robots. Full Metal Dragons for that obligatory Japanese super robot feel. And finally, the uh, Carbon Combine, who are those blue-collar miners and coal workers. I have to say, Full Metal Dragon 
would be the best band name ever. Full, full Metal Dragon. I'm right. sure it's probably already Somebody a garage band that somewhere. Name. Full Metal Dragon. Uh, but, but what's cool about this and why I wanted to kind of point it out is the third law actually has all their rules out on their website. Uh, you can find the link in the show notes. Um, and I think that's kind of cool. They're a Kickstarter and they're letting people kind of play test their rules before they you know, buy into their miniatures. And the miniatures look pretty cool. Um, they look like they're 3D printed, which is it is neat. It's nice mm-hmm. to see miniature games using the 3D printing technology. And 3D printing technology is only going get, to get better. Mm-hmm. I saw on Facebook the other day that you could 3D print an entire house in a day. Wow. Uh, I, you do still need a crew of a few construction workers. Um, but you can basically 3D print a house, which is cool. And it's insulated and right. everything. It looks like a two-bedroom nice little house. So that's kind of cool. So also, uh, GW is releasing some cool stuff. They're dropping 30K, more 30K plastic miniatures. Right. They have the Tartarus Terminators and Mark III Space Marines, right. uh, which you can get up to 25% off MSRP applied to your entire GW order right. through Frontline Gaming if you want to order those. And those uh, are all on pre-order. Right yes. Mm-hmm. So if you want to pre-order those and you want to add some more GW stuff, like a Rhino or maybe some Betrayal Calf boxes, uh, you will also get that at 25% off MSRP too, right. in addition to your pre-order. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited for the Tartarus Terminators. They're easily the coolest looking ones, probably because they're the most Roman. They're the most ultramarine looking ones. Mm-hmm. Um, just my two cents. I love uh, the Mark III armor. The Mark III armor is uh, I'm not actually a big fan of it. Really? It's, it's really, it's kind of old school and boxy. Um, even though it, it's definitely more of a Roman feel with the visor mm-hmm. and the, the little backpack thing, but I, I just I'm just not a big fan of it. I like the more sleek, you know, looking cool Newer armor. Marks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So finally, Dawn of War three is up for pre order. Uh, you can pre order it. Uh, Jeff in control, Robinson. I'm challenging you. Uh, I'm oh. going to pre order it. I'm going to download it, and I'm going to get stomped. I was kind of good at Brood War, Starcraft Brood War. Um, so I might stand a small chance. I have beaten a Korean once. Um, I don't know how good they were wow. in Korean, but um, anyways, I, I can't wait for Dawn of War 3. It's going to be great. Uh, also, check out his new show, Fanboys. It's it's pretty funny. I saw the one with Anna last mm-hmm. week. Um, it was it was a blast, and check that out. Yeah. No, it's really cool, and Reese was on it recently. Reese was um, on it. I always thought it would be really funny if we somehow set it up where Jeff can play all of us at StarCraft. So it's just him versus all of we, us in the office. We could do that. And then we would just get annihilated completely. <laughs> I would just be like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, i got to mine some resources. I'd be like, he'd just wipe me out initially. He, he'd, go for, yeah. he'd go for the strongest ones first. Mm-hmm. So he'd probably take Frankie and I out because we do the most RTS video gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably you because you play the third most RTS video gaming, which I think is none. 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 So you third most. Yes. So, and then Reese, and then he probably, right. uh, I, I think I'd trust Mariana to pull it out for all of us then. But anyways, it's a clutch. upcoming ITC events, uh, in case you guys haven't realized it yet, we have revised and streamlined the new FAQ. We announced it last week on Friday, but I wanted to reiterate this. Those new interim rulings are up. If you agree or disagree with them, let us know. Send us an email, and we will definitely put them up for a vote. Um, they are not set in stone. They are just interim rulings, guys. And then also, we have those new missions set up, the new uh, ITC, uh, basically new missions added to the ITC's repertoire. We have 16 new missions. We pulled from the Renegade Open missions, the Nova missions, and, of course, we have our traditional six that we've been using. Um, so you guys can mix and match now. That's kind of cool. That's that's something as a from a TO's perspective is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Speaking of TOs, we have a whole bunch of tournaments coming up next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just gonna jump right into it. The March RTT Game Haven, St. George, Utah. 
All right, Utah. Warhammer 40K 1850 Point Terminate, Tournament Legions, Hobbies, and Games in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania mm -hmm. on March 18th. I like that they're very descriptive. It's just a Warhammer 40K 1850 Point Tournament. No nice. fancy names. Nope. Like the Las Vegas Open. Right, which you don't is need no fancy no, Not descriptive at all. It could yeah. be anything. Uh, the St. Patrick's Day Massacre, uh, a funny named, <laughs> funny name every year. I look forward to reading that off or hearing it on Signals. Uh, at End Zone Gaming Center, Clearfield, Utah, March 18th. So there's another one in Utah. Uh, the Warhammer 40K Tournament in Green Tower Games in Santa Clarita, California, from March 18th. The Warhammer 40K ITC event, Dirt Road Comics and Collectibles, uh, Massachusetts, March 18th. There's the Forge World Columbia February RTT in, at Magelings Games mm -hmm. in Columbia, Missouri. Missouri. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, we have the Allies of Convenience Renegade GT and at the Imperial Outpost in Glendale, Arizona, March 18th to the 19th. That's a tournament I will be attending. It's a team tournament. Mm. Uh, my teammates are Brett Perkins, the person who won the LVO, and Matt Root, the number one ITC player. Um, so I, I don't know how I managed to punch above my weight level twice. Um, but those guys graced me, you know, with their presence and I'm on their team, luckily. So that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, there's the ITC event for at Roll the Initiative Gamings in Halifax, Nova Scotia, March 18th. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Thank mm -hmm. you very much. Warhammer 40k ITC tournament at Paradise Games in Vista, California. That's a local event. Jason? Yes. You going to go to it? Where is Vista, California? Vista is north. It's about an hour north of here. Okay. That. It's like maybe 40 minutes, actually. A 40 minute north drive. Paradise is a cool place. That's actually, I just I joined a team, the Relentless mm -hmm. D is the name of the team, and that's kind of where they are. That's their like stomping grounds. Got it. Yeah. All right. The LBK Tour 31, and oh man, uh, Linkoping, Sweden. Linkoping? Linkoping, Sweden? I think yeah. I got it right. I think you were um, pretty close. March 19th. And we have a major March Madness, the fourth annual March Madness at Miswell Games in Conway, Arkansas, March 18th to the 19th. That's uh, major. It's going to be a big event. They have a good cash prize. If you want to follow my podcast, Chapter Tactics, we actually interviewed a representative from the Mar fourth annual March Madness. Uh, it sounds like it should be an absolute blast. Uh, they, I think they're expecting like 80 players. So it's going to be a big deal. And then Land to See, L-A-N in caps to see 40K 2017 in Pierks Arena, Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, 1,000 point 40K ITC event on Sunday at Autos Video Games and more in Bakersfield, California. And then finally, we have the Razor Valley, Valley Charity Tournament Series at Rough's Path, Rough Paths, Corvallis, mm -hmm. Oregon, March 19th. Lots of events as well. Wow, lots of events all over the country and the world. There's, yeah. There's one in Sweden. And then don't forget to register your event with Best Coast Pairings. And if you're attending mm -hmm. an event on Best Coast Pairings, don't forget to submit your army list right. so people can read it and we can all know what you're running and either make fun of you or praise you for it, depending on how the internet is feeling that day. And if you are um, a tournament organizer and you are interested in picking up any of our uh, ITC train series, uh, the trees, the mats, um, that is all available for you at a discount. Um, so you just reach out to us um, at sales at frontlinegaming.org um, and we can get that set up for you. So it's a really good way to get terrain on your tables, some mats on your tables. Um, so not only is it a cool ITC event, but you're looking pretty sharp too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's great. So, it's so reach out to us, sales at frontlinegaming.org if you are interested in FURTO. Okay, on to the rumor section. Do you want to read the disclaimer, Jason? Um, go ahead. 
The rumor section is gathered from the web and is not in any way information we receive from any manufacturer, nor is it necessarily accurate. This section of the podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Pretty good. So, the Warhammer community page dropped uh, an interesting bomb rumor. Uh, apparently, they're going to be announcing some big news coming this week, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to release this big news also throughout this uh, multiple events that they are attending, uh, including Adepticon. Um, I don't know if I don't know what other events they didn't release a schedule of events. Um, I don't know if it, they're running them or something, but it should be really cool. So so we're, we should be getting some big announcements in total about mid-April, maybe early April, I predict. Uh, Jason, what do you think? I don't know. It, it was on the Age of Sigmar page. It was also on the 40K page. Right, um, so, it's, so it's it's a big GW so thing. It's, it's, it's not a just Games 40K. Workshop in general thing. I mean, rumors of a new edition have been swirling for a while. Yeah, but but if it's um, if it's on the Age of Sigmar page, it wouldn't... I mean, unless they, unless they made a new Age of Sigmar right. edition too, what if they combined them both? Like, you know what, guys? We want to go for that number one slot. Mm-hmm. So if we get all the people that play Age of Sigmar and all the people that play 40K, right. we'll finally be we'll finally be X-Wing mm-hmm. for the most sold miniatures game. Well, maybe the 40K universe is going to explode, and then the Emperor is going to be floating through the void, and then that the dragon is going to come find him also and bring him to hang out with Sigmar. You know, we don't know what... Um, actually, this is probably minor, minor spoilers for The Gathering Storm 3. So, spoiler alert, real quick. Um, just a minor spoiler. So we don't know what what um, Guillemin, what happened with Guillemin when he went to Terra hmm. and met the Emperor. So maybe they could be announcing that. Maybe the Emperor told him, Guillemin, you will move on to 50k and you will release Stormcast Eternals and start a new universe. Maybe there's going to be an Emperor model. Ooh, that'd be pretty cool. And he just, yeah, he just reinvigorates himself. He's just the emperor. He's just, right. boom. I'm here yeah. now. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, it, it should be pretty interesting. I'm, I'm pretty excited. We're definitely going to keep on that here on Signals. Mm-hmm. So, stay tuned throughout the month of March for those announcements. They should be big. And then, what are your guys' predictions? What do you guys think? We'll go to your guys' questions and comments at the end of the show on Twitch and on YouTube as well. If you guys have some questions, go ahead and throw that in there. Uh, before we go on to the Gathering Storm 3 tactics, uh, I just want to do a real quick rant session. Uh, it's more of a, a rave or a gush than a rant. Um, mm. But people need to get into Age of Sigmar more. Um, it made the top five most sold miniatures games for a reason, and I love it. And I still see people online, you know, hanging on to the, oh, you killed Fantasy and Age of Sigmar, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, they're they're about two years behind the times now. So It's, I mean... The community is definitely growing. I mean, it anybody is. that we show the game to, they like um, it. immediately is into it. Right. Um, longtime 40K players um, who we just know personally will come in and see us playing Agents of because we do it quite a bit now here in the office. Um, and they're instantly hooked. Yes. They're instantly writing lists. So I think it's, it's building momentum. I mean, we are seeing events now where maybe a year ago they get like six to eight people to show up to them. Now they're filling up 20, 24 spots. No problem. That's a for start. Age of Sigmar events. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, on top of that, I think the real draw when people actually open the Age of Sigmar books and look at it is that the units don't look very complicated and they don't look that different from each other. You know, a Moon Clan Grot is going to look the same as a Corn Berserker in terms of they're just going hit, to be hitting on four pluses, mm-hmm. wounding on four pluses, probably have a five up save. Um, they'll probably have some cool special rules to make them unique. Um, but 
for the most part, you know what you're getting from every single unit. Right. Uh, with the exception of the big monsters, which are, I think, appropriately costed and cost a lot. With the exception of, I think, the Beast Claw Raiders. I think those Stonehorn Lords, um, the ones I run, I think they're a little too under-costed. They, they're really, really strong. Um, you know, but but that's that's kind. Of, I just really like it. Just Sigmar. I feel like it's really well internally balanced, um, especially for a casual from a casual perspective, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is where the bigger audience is. Um, so I'm kind of surprised it hasn't grown even more. Right. So just want to talk about that real quick. Some Age of Sigmar goodness. I'm really enjoying the game. Right. Uh, I know Jason is thinking about starting a new army or is in the process of starting a new army. I am. Yeah, it's it's, it's a death army. Um, so kind of gemmanship. Are you gonna join bring um, the Nagash, Lord of Death? Not himself? Nagash. Nine hundred points is a lot if you're talking about two thousand point games. But um, no, I'm really enjoying it, and that's one of the things is like you just anything can like spark your interest in the game. Yeah. So like for me, going over to a Death Army is because I like the Black Knights models. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna start the Army just because I like that model. So you know, it's just really cool. It's fun to see it now at its infancy. And we're kind of starting to, to gear up, and it's it feels kind of like we're in the Silver Age. Silver, you're right. right? I, I think Slambo is leading the way into the Golden Age of Age of Sigmar. Slambo he's, will bring us into the Golden Age? Yes, he, okay. Yeah, he, he's our pariah, our, our savior, Age of Sigmar. I'm Slambo. looking forward to Battletome Slambo. I'm looking yeah. for the Start Collecting Slambo box. Right. I'm waiting for that. that. Just like a whole army of Slambos, all in one box. It'll be great. Just be throwing their axes everywhere. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> All right, <sighs> on to the tactics corner. Um, we're we're not going to go over the all the. We're not going to review the entire book. Um, we're just going to talk about some basic stuff. How you can ru- how I feel like you should run game in, in your army, both from a competitive standpoint to make them top tier, quote unquote, and just to just run them and make them good. Because I think there's some mis- misconceptions about him, um, and he's definitely a model with strengths and weaknesses. And if you want a more in-depth review, you can check out my podcast, Chapter Tactics. It's on Frontline Gaming. Uh, we actually reviewed the Gathering Storm 3 book. We reviewed it in its entirety. We talked about some army lists. We talked about some tactics that you can use with Guillemin with some of the formations in the book. Um, it was a lot of fun. Dan, my guest, he is a huge Ultramarines fan, um, so we had an absolute blast. So go on there if you want some more in-depth tactics. Uh, but basically, Guillemin, in short, is 350 points, mm-hmm. a monstrous creature. He cannot join units, and he only moves six inches. He is pretty much a monster in close combat. Um, has some light shooting and some good buffs, mostly leadership buffs. But he can, you know, he's got some good buffs for shooting and rerolling. Um, and then Cipher is pretty much the same as his data slate. And Voldis is a Grandmaster Librarian hybrid, and he's appropriately costed at 240 points. Um, so that's the Triumvirate models, and. Uh, Right away, I, th- I see people going like, oh, well, you're never going to get Guillemin into close combat because he moves six inches. Mm-hmm. And he, he's slow. And he can't join people so, or join characters, units. So he's mm-hmm. going to die. Um, and I think that's not how you really play him. Um, so, so first off, uh, to go back to the Age of Sigmar, mm-hmm. um, a character like Guillemin in Age of Sigmar would dominate, mm-hmm. right? Because there's not a lot of far-range shooting he has a he's, he can get back to life. He's got a really good save. Um, so kind of where the game is right now in 40k, he isn't really fit for the current meta, even at the casual level, because there's so much shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think people need to start uh, looking at his strengths. 
um, which is he zones people away from objectives. You don't want to go anywhere near him because he's going to kill you. Mm -hmm. um, he's still pretty durable, especially if you keep him out of grav range. Grav is only 24 inches. Um, even most like uh, Tau Riptide Wings, for example, with their mm -hmm. burst cannons, they're only 36 inch range. Their SMS is only 24 um, or 30. It doesn't matter. You can stay out of all a range of most guns, and he can shrug off things like Laz Cannons, uh, Thunderfire Cannons, really, really far range things that can hit him. Um, so if you kind of keep him in the backfield and then stick him around an army that he supports really well, not necessarily an Ultramarine's army, I think I think that's pretty. I think that's good. I think that's where he was. Um, how would you like a 350 point B stick that buffs all your guardsmen and a guard army, Jason? It would be amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, so. So that's that's kind of that's kind of what I, I, I just some basic tactics there is you mm -hmm. should really play your models to their strengths. Um, you shouldn't use assault marines to shoot to deep strike down and blow something up with their shooting. Um, you should use them to be a little more cagey with them and try and get them into close combat and harass units they could actually take on, um, not like riptides. So so Gaiman, you just gotta play him to his strengths. Um, he definitely needs some psyker support if you want to get him into close combat all the time, or if you're relying on him to get into close combat. But I think he's more reliable as a durable unit that buffs your army or just a durable unit that keeps your opponent away from a specific spot of the board. Mm -hmm. um, you might even want to reserve him. Uh, so that's cool. And then the rest of it, there is an Ultramarines Gladius Strike Force type of detachment, which is like a Decurion style detachment. Uh, and that it's basically a worse version of a battle company. You don't get free transports, but all the non-vehicle units get objective secured. And then you can also take Guillemin and the new Victrix Strike Force formation, or v Victrix, form Victrix Guard formation, there you go, uh, which lets him look out Sir on a 4-plus to units in the formation. Um, so it, it's expensive. You know, you got to take three Stern Guard or Vanguard veterans and a unit of Honor Guard and Cato Securius. Um, so you're probably not going to see it a lot. Uh, but... It's something cool for for players who want to play around. I know Honor Guard or never. When was the last time you saw Honor Guard on a table, Jason? Wow, never. Have you? You've never I've seen never Honor seen Guard. It. How no. long have you been playing? I actually had to think about it. I was like, oh, "What's Honor Guard? Oh, what that's are, right. Those, yeah, those, those, those resin models. Those resin models yeah. that everyone everyone hates right. to use, and they look so pretty. But you, each one is basically as much deal as a character. Mm -hmm. So so they take as much time. Um, which is a real shame. Uh, GW tried there. They tried to get people to use Honor Guard a little more and Vanguard veterans. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, you can't take uh, vehicles for the units mm. in that formation, so that's kind of a bummer. Um, and then onto the Triumvirate formation itself, I think it's the best out of all three. I think that the ability to re-roll one failed save for Cypher, Voldis, and Gaiman every turn is huge. And then I think they're the best formation because the models are cool. Mm -hmm. So take that, take that in, Karn. Anyways, that's it. If you guys have any lists um, for gaming that you guys want to run, send mm -hmm. them over to frontlinegamingpdpob at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And I think the, the Triumvirate of the Primarch and the Gathering Storm 3 are still under the new release yes. uh, category. So if you still wanted to get those, uh, reach out to us uh, through orders at frontlinegaming.org or call us 888-781-5120. Uh, we'll take your order. Um, there will be a bit of a delay for these uh, shipping out because these are very popular and um, you know we, we get allocated a little bit um, for the first couple of weeks of a release but uh, we are still offering them for 25% off all right now the we're not gonna spoil a lot of the fluff in the book um, but the 
it's it's really cool. It's it's really comic booky. Um, you really definitely shouldn't take it seriously. It's not super realistic at all. Um, but I do like how they didn't paint Gaiman out to be a Mary Sue. Um, now I know Jason hasn't had a chance to read through the book in its entirety, so I won't spoil anything for him because he is secretly a huge Ultramarine fan. Um, I did see a a Guillemin tattoo located in a risque spot on his body earlier, um, so I think he hides it, it very bad, well. A bad lower back tattoo decision. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, so so the the fluff is amazing. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with the the Gathering Storm fluff in general. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm a little disappointed that they're kind of shying away from killing off important characters, like in the End Times books where they were just killing off everyone, everybody, yeah. right? Uh, but it it's kind of it's kind of reassuring um, because if you look at the uh, the fantasy end times, they were killing off characters left and right, mm -hmm. and that was because they didn't care because they knew that their universe was gonna get blown up and they right. were gonna start it all over again. So they just went ahead and killed everyone off, right? But in 40k, they're not doing that. Um, so it leads me to believe that you know even with those eighth edition rumors or just rumors that. 40k is going to get shifted with the gathering storm mm -hmm. that they're going to kind of keep everything the same and just progress it a little bit more so they're not going to turn it all the way to 11 like they did with a with uh, warmer fantasy mm -hmm. but they might just crank it up a little bit and kind of just you know which is cool yeah yeah uh and then most importantly uh we have a leader for the imperium uh which is basically what 40k revolves around mm -hmm. as, as much as people don't like to admit it that the imperium is pretty much the basis for 40k fluff and lore and so the the fact that they they've given the Imperium a new dynamic in the form of a leader, a leader from an old age, mm -hmm. as opposed to the current 40k, you know, the, the religious iconography, and so so it'll be interesting to see that dynamic in the future. And they definitely didn't reveal too much in the Gathering Storm book story wise in terms of progressing the story. They kind of just resurrected Guillemin. He he did badass Primarch things, but wasn't too much of a Mary Sue, so it was mm -hmm. unreadable. And then, and then, boom! He's there, and now we're at a cliffhanger. We don't know what's going on next. So yeah. it's cool. Good stuff. What's your favorite part of the Gathering Storm fluff so far, Jason? Um, I haven't read too much of it, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, um, I mean, I've looked through it though, um, and it's it was a good move bringing Gilman back. I think. I think, I think it was. I was kind of hoping it would be Dorn. Um, because I just, I have it in my head that like when they bring back Dorn, he's like going to go and like kick down the door and be like, I'm here for my hand. And he like takes his skeleton hand back and puts it on. <laughs> it's just like, ah. Yeah. So GW, if you're listening to that, that's, uh, you so can that's have a, that. I would like to see a Dorn game in matchup. Yeah. Dorn's like, what happened to your body? And then right. Gaiman's like, what happened to your head? And then they fight. Yeah. That's it. That would be great. That's that's amazing. That's it. We're GW. Stories here. Write it. All right. Uh, on to finally the completed commissions. Yeah. Reboot Guillemin. We just got him done. He's actually right here. Mm -hmm. um, you can't see him right now as a close up. We can hold him up if you want. Just be very careful with yeah, this. Be very, very careful. So this Guillemin. It was a recent commission painted by Brandon, our in-house painter. Um, he he finished it in basically a weekend's worth of time. Yep. Uh, I, I I I asked him to to uh, paint it, and then he started painting it. And mm -hmm. the next thing I knew, we had a beautifully painted Primark, and that was it. Yep. Um, so it was an incredible job by Brandon, and it's actually for a very special secret top secret guest, hmm. uh, which you guys will most assuredly find out in the near future um, when they yes. receive it. 
So go ahead and look out for that. So this will not be the last time you see this model. It is not going to some random uh, a commission, mm -hmm. a client, and you'll never see him again. You should hopefully see him again in the future. Uh, so that's kind of cool. I'm really excited about him, and he, he looks gorgeous. Yeah. He's a, he's a beautiful model, and I'm really excited to get one and get him painted. Yeah, so if you guys want to get uh, your army or models painted uh, by our studio, you can check out our painting section uh, of the website right now. Um, I think we have a new site that's going to be um, coming soon. I think as soon as Reese gets back from Vegas, uh, we're going to get that live. And then um, you can also email us at painting at frontlinegaming.org for a quote. Just let us know uh, as much info as you can, and uh, that's really it. All right, guys. So we're going to take some questions from Twitch chat. If you guys want to, we'll go ahead and wait a few minutes. And then for those of you on YouTube, that's it, guys. Thanks for watching. This has been Signals from the Frontline. Thank you, guys.